And scene. <laughs> That's my joke from the Cars episode. You thief. What Cars episode? I didn't know we did it. Did we do one about music? Here in my car, I feel safest of all. I can lock them up. I screwed that up in Cars. Bonehead has no musical talent. Welcome to Bonehead. That's all we hired that Daniel Hahn feller. Dan Hahn. Woohoo! Anyway, so this is our year of the end review. End of the, end of the year, year review. review. Year Scratch that, replace it, switch it. Or if 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 the world does it on December thirty first, whatever renegade space lizards find this. Joe Lewis was our Nostradamus. Why does it have to be renegade space lizards? Why can't they just be regular law abiding space lizards? <laughs> well, Notice space lizards is not up for debate. I assume if they're visiting Earth, they're trying to escape their homeworld who didn't understand their interest in other planets, so they're renegades. You just want... They're there, Lorenzo Lamas, Lamas of you lizards. and your love of Lorenzo Lamas knows no bounds. That's pr- and I think that's like the third Lorenzo Lamas joke he's made this this year. So <laughs> This season? <laughs> can, can we... Um... Let's do a look back, shall we, as Golden Girls often did of all of our <laughs> highlights. Why can't I have a Native American friend that drives a Winnebago? You all have really <laughs> let me down. Wasn't that a really great skit from us earlier in the year? There we're not anything. going to do <laughs> now. No, no, we're not going to do it. Haley's already budget. checked out. She's not we, editing that. We don't have the budget. Oh, look at no. this. This was hilarious. You want me to just make three quick Lorenzo Lawrence references so we can pretend? Is one of them going to be Snake Eater? Oh, Snake Eater. Terrible movie. That's that's the Louvies. That's the that's the least of the Lamas trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) Lama 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 Lamas 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 Lamas. All right, so what we're hoping is that you all really enjoy this looking back at twenty eighteen episode and that it's more listened to and viewed than our year of the end review of twenty seventeen that none of you all watched or listened to. Instead of saying end of the year review. Why can't I say end of the year? I'm honestly, I've checked out. I'm just waiting to get to my part so I can start talking. So what's the difference? Exactly. You know, acting is about being here in the moment. This is acting? No, no, no. This, my friend, is acting. That's acting. What you're doing is drinking out of a cup looking like a dumbass. That cup What's a cup got to do with that? What's love? You drink like a dumbass. You look like a dumbass. Touche. <coughs> the spirits are moving through me. So we're on about the best of 2017, right? No, did 2018. Did, did, Damn did, you're it. You're an idiot. Oh my God, are we time, time traveled? Did this just... Out of every year I could time travel. I tra- I time traveled to 2017 so I could watch Justice League again. Oh, it's amazing. Especially when that one guy does that thing. Did Did you um? Did it just get Orwellian in here? Why? I don't know. I just want to say Orwellian. Mm. So, what did you guys like and what did you dislike? I know that 2018 for me was a year where I did not watch a lot of things. If you don't mind, to get started, we're going to be leaving some of the great films I would have loved to have seen. But see, I decided to procreate with an earthling. And that took did away... Did we check that it was an earthling? Yeah. Did we I, check did that it was it? mine? Did see, you? are the movies that I have yet to see that I want to see. Annihilation. Paddington 2, The Halloween, 
Overlord, Ghost Stories, The Other Side of the Wind, even though I took the time to watch the documentary. By the way, you just got <laughs> mine. One of the things I actually wrote on here, checking about for best Orson Welles film of the year. No, uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I didn't take it. I'm talking about the things no, I no, watched. No, no, no. But it wasn't going to be one of Death of Stalin. You've seen Death of Stalin. A Quiet Death of Stalin was 2017. Oh, was it? It was in 2018. Well, let me yeah, knock that off. You. Quiet Place, Hence, The Meg, First Man, Bad Times oh, at the El Royale. You wanted to see the man? Johnny English Strikes Again. Huge Rowan Atkinson fan. No, no, no. Johnny English, I'm fine. I'm Bohemian Rhapsody. Egg. And They Shall Not Grow Old. Vice. I will not get to watch They Shall Not Grow Old. Grow Old. Because tomorrow is Thursday and they're all sold out. I missed a lot of movies this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You you, you screwed the pooch. Yeah. That's why your son has a tail. <laughs> Does not have a tail. <laughs> it's an accentuating fuzzy rod. <laughs> Why you decided to bang that Sharpay <laughs> out of all the brains. Did you see her? <coughs> hey, Char. Damn that bitch be hot. <laughs> well, so, hey, the only way he could get her is if he had to Sharpay. See, it's like Sharpay. In other words, he hired a prostitute. No, so you're not no, Sharpay no, D of this joke, at all. No, that was funnier than that. And that <clears throat> wasn't even funny. I'm not here to impress you. Thank people. you for Holmes and Watsoning that up. Ugh. So that's going to be on his worst list. Not really. It just wasn't very good. But all right, so <clears throat> that's all I wanted to say. You all go next. So you want to start with movies, television, what? What impressed you? What is the thing this I'm year they gave you mahogany? Uh, I went to the lumber store and I bought it. I said, can you sell me some mahogany? And they went, uh, well, I mean, sure, sir. Blink, blink, blink. That's, so, a, that's a reference to a little film called Vampires. Mm. So let's start with TV shows. Sure. Okay. So um, I'll say... I don't got any. So my best of 2018 is technically a cheat because it actually started, premiered in in December of 2017. But uh -huh. because the majority of the episodes are in 2018, I'm counting it as the best of 2018. Yeah. That would be Happy. Happy he was... Loves, he loves that feral. Yeah. Happy was a fantastic show. And if you haven't checked it out, please do so. It's on Netflix right now. It's on Netflix now. It airs on Sci-Fi Channel. They're going to, there's going to be a season two. There is a season two. Yeah. Which I, uh, and I rewatched it all before Christmas, and it totally holds up. For Put you in the Christmas it. mood, did it? It did. The I whole realized. microwave scene? No. Well, I mean, that's a good one. But I've also realized... <laughs> Someone that kind of was... <laughs> I've also realized that if things go bad for me, I can always get a job as a department store Santa and then live in the ruins. And that's what <laughs> Happy taught me. It, it it's a weird show. It's a very weird show. So Chad, tell them tell them kind of a brief synopsis. It stars that guy from SVU. Yeah. Oh God, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. You know, good looking hunk of man from Oz too. Mm. Uh, I tell you who it's not. Cole Meany. It's not Cole Meany. It's not. But anyway, it's it, about. I would watch it if it was Cole Meany. It's about a disgraced cop who's um you know he's he's a jerk. He's not nice. He's he's he becomes he's a hired gun at this he's point. He's a hired life. gun. He works for the mob. He has heart attacks. He, he has heart attacks. Yeah, him. Christopher Maloney. Thank you. That's right. Christopher <coughs> Maloney. It's Christopher obviously Mal macaroni. Christopher macaroni. But anyway. Crustaceaned baloney. I've got nothing. <laughs> you just took it too far. So um anyway. I did. He has a heart attack. He's near death. All of a sudden, 
I can't help but notice you have a frog in your throat. Yes, I'm I'm diddling with a cold. That's why I I was hoping you guys would. I'm dying. Thank Uh, you. I was hoping most you all would do most of the talking, but apparently that's not happening. (laughs) Well, why would we when we have such a? But anyway, he's near death. He wakes up, and now all of a sudden he is being followed by a purple flying horse thing, imaginary friend called Happy, who is trying to get him to help him find his his real life friend. Well. That's oh well yeah that's a spoiler. Um, you find out by the second episode. You find out by the second or third episode, yeah. But anyway, they're trying to find this little girl who's been kidnapped by an insane Santa Claus. Yeah, that's it. That's the plot. That's the plot, and it go and it gets even more twisted from there. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, every single episode gets more and more twisted. Yes. From the fact that there is a show going on inside the show about mafia wives. Right. Yep. Uh, there's a, there's an entire. Um, it's not the same, but there is kind of a, if you're a fan, and me and the four people that are, Death to Smoochie, there's a kind of, uh, there's a children's show host that is cracked out of his mind, uh, and you find out more about him as the show yeah, goes on. Yeah, I forgot, yeah. Um, uh, so there's that angle. Um, there is a scene of imaginary friend torture <laughs> uh, that is just... <laughs> I mean, parts of it are hilarious, and then parts of it, as Joe said, are dark. There's a couple, there's one particular episode, I think it's episode three or four, that has a dark, dark scene. Yes. That, uh, It's hard to watch. It's hard to watch if you're a parent. Um, Well, and you know, the other funny part about it, though, is as I I rewatched them before Christmas to get me in the spirit. (laughs) um, It is a lot of fun, though. And as I was sitting there watching it, all I could think about was... Uh, it airs on the Sci-Fi Channel. I believe it aired at ten o'clock. But how did they get this on the air? Yeah, I don't know. And most of the time, to my knowledge, because I watched it, it was it was unedited. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there, there are uh, a few, uh, a few thousand expletives. And, and we're, um, uh, you know, it, we just, I'm just glad we live in a world where the FCC has finally forgotten about Janet Jackson's nipple and let TV be a little more well, free. And, and at night, you know, and. and I don't think we should have that at five o'clock in the afternoon. But if it's why? Gonna, well, because I I don't know. I just don't. Look <laughs> at Mister Conservative. Yeah, get about a couple of in things. between in between uh, local news and Teen Titans Go. I need some f bombs <laughs> dropped every now and then. Why don't you just get it from your local news? <laughs> <laughs> this is. This is Rod Rodcaster. Rod Rodcaster? <laughs> yeah, with with the F-bomb. This, no, this is Rod Rodcaster. That's what it <laughs> yeah. sounds like to me. Anyway, Roddy Rodness. Check out Happy. Happy. Uh, uh, Pat Oswalt does the voice of yes, Happy. Yes, Pat. There's the voice of... There's a ton of voice actors that did different imaginary friends. So if you're a fan of like Animaniacs and stuff, yeah. you'll hear some voices that don't actually sound like Animaniacs because they're voice artists and they change I them. hear they are totally insane. Mm. Here's that show's namey. Animaniacs. So that's my best TV show. Quick, quick uh, go ahead, James. What's your? Would you have a best TV show that you watched this year? You know, I want to say, and I haven't. I, I will admit, I haven't seen them all, but I'm just glad that we have some version of Star Trek back on, uh, not television, normal television, but back out there. Um, I, 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 so Star Trek Discovery, I want to give props to, and I think the fact Star Trek Discovery must be making money, it is. Uh, Les Moons, before he lost his job, um, came out and said 
uh, they made enough money off China, off Star Trek Discovery, to pay for the next two seasons of that show. But it's doing better than that because we're now getting a new Patrick Stewart, Picard series, yeah. limited series. Uh, allegedly, Harv Bennett is doing a con story about them surviving on uh, Seti Alpha 5. This is Seti Alpha 5. Um, so we're going to get that. First con and ever. I think the... No, Benedict Cumberbatch did that. <laughs> oh, easy now. Go now. I can't argue with that. Um, anyway, uh, so I, that's the one that I'm, I'm excited, not only because uh, I think the show, what I have seen of it, is good and is of its time as Trek should be. Um, and also it stars uh, that one guy that's in all the Peter Jackson films who I'm now blanking on his name. And by that I mean Del Toro, not Peter Jackson. Yeah. Bob Perlman? Um, no. Doug Jones? Thank you, Doug Jones. Uh, Doug Jones is Saru, um, who they just did a short trek to do his, which is short treks or something else they're doing, which are these little... Big uh, vignettes. vignettes. The Thank word you. is vignettes. I, Mr. I got, Dr. Thomas. I got tongue-tied. I'm sorry. At least I can remember Christopher Macaroni. Uh, you didn't even chime in and Haley had to save you. Us, that's, me. That's why I was making a joke, Chad. It's called a joke. It's called humor. Maybe you should look that up. Kendrick, Maybe you should try harder. <laughs> Kendrick Hellophony. <laughs> that's funny. Kendrick Lamar. Said the Marlo. And you um, killed it again, anyway, Holmes of Watson. Um, anyway, no. So, Star Trek Discovery... Uh, the characters they've reintroduced there and the fact they've made it up its time again, I'm glad to see that. So that's probably, I mean, as a geek, as a Star Trek fan, I'm just glad to have Trek back in some form. Yeah. Joe, television show? Yeah, Haunting of Hill House. Ooh. That's good. That's good. You're, Boom. Are you contagious? Maybe. You were handling my baby earlier. So? Also, you touched his kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody puts baby... Yeah, anyway... Haunting a Hill House is nothing much like the book, which is based on by Shirley Jackson. However, I enjoyed it so much, I got caught up in it that we breezed through it, even with a child, over a week, probably. Right. And it has some great acting. It has superb writing. It is directed by Mike Flanagan, who also did Oculus, and another superb uh, Gerald's Game for Netflix. Yes. I think... I'm trying to think of a way to put it. Does it have flaws? Yes. Is it a little weird, the ending? Not weird in the sense of, but is it... I have questions, which is good. You should have questions. And I don't want to really ask the questions on here. I'd like to talk to you all about, about them eventually. About who killed who. Yeah. And what's what. And Grassy is it a bad place? That's. Those are all questions that that show puts out there and everybody has a conflicting answer in my opinion. And it reminds me of there's the great story of Stanley Kubrick calling Stephen King saying aren't all ghost stories hopeful? Yeah. Well what about hell? Well, I don't believe in hell. Click. Click. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there is a, a little bit of that. I think because it is a ghost story and because of the way it ends specifically with that other couple yeah. and their child and then their mother that there is a certain amount of hope to it. Mm-hmm. I, however, I don't know who killed who in a couple of places. And I don't know that the house is evil. Whereas in Shirley Jackson's book, I don't know that the house is evil there either because Shirley Jackson's book's been out for a while, so no spoiler alert. I think most of it is in Eleanor's head. That's just my personal opinion. Is Eleanor, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I whereas well, you... whereas Richard Matheson's Hell House, my which I consider superior, I'm I'm the one. That house is evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's out to get you. <clears throat> We're all going to die in here. Right. And it ain't in nobody's head. Not to use a double negative. Well, but you know, the the question I think about it too is, did you watch all of the Haunting of Hill House? No, I haven't, and I'm going to. I, I, to be honest, I've kind of put it off because I came home to see my family. Well, uh, that's good, and that's something when I'm in Mississippi. You should do that from time to time. When I'm in Mississippi by myself, and that dry clicking revolver gets old, I, <laughs> I'd like to watch something. Yeah, uh, and I'll watch it then. But you know, I think the thing about it too is, even if it's all in Illinois' head, the the the, the it's not in the show. No, 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 I know. But what I always think about is those cases of, is it in their head? What is it? All of that stuff. Um, who put it there? You know, I mean, you could almost, is it, you know, what what circumstances? Some houses are just born bad, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, and I think that's the, um, again, it's just yeah. something I think about with those types of It's a good point. I, I, I just think it, there were other shows. Let's see. what It's, it's a great I, debate, the... Uh, one of the, the famous missionary quotes, and I forget the name of the missionary, but he was talking about the toughest question he ever had to answer was he was actually converting people. And um, he was working with this tribe elder or whatever, and the tribe elder said, well, if you never would have introduced us to Christianity, uh, what would have happened to us if we didn't know better? Right. Well, you worst case scenario, purgatory, something like that. And he goes... So now, because you've introduced the concept of hell, we're at risk. And he said, I didn't have a comeback for that. I didn't know. I mean, you know, first, they were unbaptized, purgatory, whatever. But now, now I've made it. And I was like, that's a, that's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. So anyway, not to get too philosophical. Here. I don't know how much we want to spend on television shows if we want to keep wrapping around or whatever. I do want to give some honorable, do you want to do, do you want to do Let's like, do honorable mentions of TV, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh. This is also one of the best and also one of the saddest of twenty th- of twenty eighteen, Daredevil season three, which I haven't got to finish it. It is fantastic from moment to end, from beginning to end. Vincent D'Onofrio is amazing. The way they their take on Bullseye, phenomenal. Oh, I didn't get that far yet. Yeah, well, Bullseye's a sorry. <laughs> it's ruining it, Dick. I haven't started yet because I was putting it off till I was back in Mississippi. But no, I watched no. the first two episodes. All right, I'm not going to say anything else then, other than it's no, really it's, fine. it's really great. Why it's the saddest moment is because Netflix is canceling all their Marvel shows because of Disney going to their own streaming service, and we'll, we'll probably not, and it'll probably be the end of 2019. It'll be the end of The Punisher and Jessica Jones as well. So, well, I was going to say, and Jessica Jones was going to be one of my honorable mentions for a couple different reasons. All female directors, yes, for the second season, including um, well, Daredevil had a lot of female directors as well. Yeah. So did Iron Fist and Luke Cage, but I was just making. They, they intentionally did that. Um, but I think the other part about it is, is uh, it, it was good. I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was and not was saying it, that I didn't. Was it better than the first season? It's a lot better than the it's first season. a lot better season. than the first season. Um, it needs to be. And what's, what's her name? Her father made films too. Uh, Lynch. Jennifer Lynch is a director. Jennifer Lynch directed. I, I pulled that episode. out, but I couldn't pull off Christopher yeah. Hitchens. Maloney, macaroni, <laughs> Zamboni. Um, Read some Christopher Hitchens. Um, Rachel Talalay did, a, did an episode of Iron Fist as well. Oh, yeah, did she? Yeah. Yes, and it was one of the better. By the way, Iron Fist season two gets an honorable mention as well. I, I don't know if I can it's honorable mention it. better than the first one, but it's uh, there's parts of it I liked. Um, I'll be honest, I think it could have been about six episodes. So. Um, 
but anyway, that's, yeah. um, but you know the because uh, I don't know that the defenders gets an honorable mention for me, guys. No, it's awful. I, well, I don't know that it was awful, but it was awful and boring. You know what I did like about and what I will say about Iron Fist season two, I like the fact it tied back into the defenders at the end that they're trying to find the yeah the the the, the mystic artifacts and all that. Um, so yeah, no, I'm I'm trying to think of because I watched a lot of shows that were on Netflix and and Hulu and. Do you and have an Amazon honorable Prime. mention? Uh, well, that's what I'm trying to think of because I watched a lot of them you on there. You just said Jessica Jones. Yeah. I, I was just gonna say where I stream a lot of stuff now. I have a hard time remembering when things came out. <laughs> um, I did watch. I think this the, the second season and third season came out this year. I enjoy the heck out of uh, Neil Patrick Harris wrapping up Lemony Stinkett. Oh, I haven't watched any of them. Uh, I just it's Patrick Warburton and Lemon and and uh, Neil Patrick Harris and <coughs> the kids in it are good. It's much more faithful to the books than the Jim Carrey film is, uh, and it literally I can't imagine being on that set wasn't fun. Okay, my honorable mentions are shows that have been going on for a while that I I love, and out of those I will try to narrow <coughs> it down to I would just say everybody already knows Stranger Things, so I'll say Glow and Better Call Saul. I discovered Glow back in the summer because I didn't watch it's the a first season. Show. It almost got it's me. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. <clears throat> and Better Call Saul, if you're a Breaking Bad fan, gets better every. I don't know how they get better, but they get better every damn year, as you can see. I think what it is is that if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, you know where these characters end up and what happens to them, and you just—I don't know if it's just you just feel bad because you love Mike and so many of them so much of every decision and where that leads and where it goes. And this last season of, of Better Call Saul, Saul... You know, uh, I haven't seen Saul at all yet, by the way. I'm holding off. Well, and I'm not going to give anything. Just sit okay. Saul, Jimmy. His, you know he's not called Saul in the show. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, set Jimmy up to become Saul. And you watched it, and your heart breaks with Kim Wexler, who is his love interest in the show. As you, I, I, To me, if you love both... You just watch it, and, and it does a great job of showing her just melt. Yeah. And I, you do it, too. And then the and then the, that season's over. Uh, I know does that, that make I, sense? Yeah. So you've built up. I know he's saying Saul, but I Saul. also heard Saul once. And all the Saul. Picture, but... I'm sorry. I am from the Eastern Kentucky. I, I did say, okay. And I thought I said Saul a couple of times, too. Saul. Better uh, call Saul. I, uh, he thrusts his fist against no, the ghost. No, and then ghosts. I played out this. It still insists he sees the ghost. I just now want to see the crossover where it's Saul and he's Saul, Saul. Jay Saul. <laughs> and and oh, Mark's anyway. what we have. So, what do you want to move on to next, gentlemen? Movies? Let's do movies. All right. What did you love, Chad? Okay, so my fa- one of my favorite movies of the year. You know, there's there's a lot of great... There was a lot of good movies come out this year. A lot of major blockbusters... Were there? Yes. Yeah. Well, there were a lot. I'm going to focus on one that didn't. Um, no, actually, just like this last year, year will be the biggest year in movies. I kind of yeah. because I don't want to spend too many times because I'd like to do most overrated, uh, biggest letdown for you all. If that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, I wonder what you want, Joe. That's fine. But um, just no, like just, just like last year, I did. God I, forbid that we make the show interesting. No, but just like last. Why well, start now? <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Just like last year. Anyway, I, my boy. <laughs> So just like last year, I didn't focus on uh, major blockbusters. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry to bother you. That's your favorite? That was my one of my favorite movies of 2018. I'm going to watch it. it it's, is, it's on it, my queue on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. 
Um, it didn't get a big theatrical release. It's directed by Bootsy Collins, mm -hmm. who is actually a more more known for his music work than he is his movies. That being said, after watching Sorry to Bother You, I hope we see more movies from Bootsy Collins. Um, it's basically is he the same guy who was who was, who was in the funk who did the Funkadelic? Oh crap! Am I getting the guy's name wrong? You're getting Bootsy Collins mixed up with Funkadelic. I yeah, yeah. Now I want to do old Greg quote. That's the guy that was with George Clinton and then went out. This is Bootsy, baby. That's who you're. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's all right. Um, While so, George Clinton addressed it, addressed it. So I anyway, think. sorry to bother you. Is directed by. Not Bootsy Collins. Yeah. Oh my God, I wouldn't I would see a film Bootsy Collins. Boots Riley. Boots Riley. Boots Riley. Bootsy Collins, check him out. He had a lot of funk. Boots Riley is sorry to bother you, director. Also, a great episode of On the Tour Bus by Mike Judd. Yeah. Whereas, why I'm imagining where you got that. Sorry, Boots Riley. Um, but yeah, he hasn't done a lot of movies. He's done, He did a couple of short films, I believe. Uh, mostly his, his in, in back in background is in music. But uh, sorry to bother you is a weird tale of of an African American man who is down on his luck. He lives in his uncle's ba uh, garage, um, and he uh, just to make money he and he takes a job as a telemarketer, and he develops a skill that allows him to become the best telemarketer in the world. <laughs> Which I don't want to give too much away as to what that skill is, but it's amazing. And and how he works up the corporate ladder from low level telemarketer to high end telemarketer, and, and that uh, stars Predator Two survivor Danny Glover as well. Yes, <laughs> no, it, he imagine Dame Judi Dench in uh, Shakespeare in Love. That's Danny Glover's contribution to Sorry to Bother You. He she he's not in a lot. He has maybe two three scenes, um, but anyway, and. It's going one way, and then all of a sudden, it does a complete 180, and you're like, how the hell did they get there? It's amazing. It, there are parts in it where I actually hit the floor laughing. It was so funny. Um, when, him and his, when him and his best friend are arguing about him selling out, and instead of yelling at one another and trading insults, he's like, I'm going to buy you breakfast. Well, I'm going to buy you breakfast and read you a newspaper. They're going. That's not the exact line. I'm, I'm butchering it. But it's it's hilarious. Sorry to bother you. Best movie of 2018. James, I've said it before, but I I, I just love it. Uh, you know what I, this is going to be? I'm going to say Mandy. I knew. I knew uh, that was. By the way, Mandy. I like Mandy. Entertainment way, Weekly agrees with me. They that put, that's the best movie of 2018. Well, they put it in the top 10 films of 20. Uh, and by the way, Rotten Tomatoes agrees with me as well. It's got a it's an interesting. Film. Well, and I, I have it as one of my favorites. I think that's it. I think that's why. It's getting all these points because we have, um, to me, it's not Nick Cage's film. I love Nick Cage. Guilty pleasure of mine is Nick Cage's film. No, but it, it, it is a perfect, uh, I don't know that I totally agree with you now. I know what you're going to say, but I will say it's a perfect marriage of Nick Cage's acting to director. Yes. And yeah. and using it correctly. And, and, right? and, and what's it? Not since, I don't think, John, not since Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. And actually, I'm going to throw one out here that I think John Woo did a perfect job with him in Face Off. Yeah. Where yeah. you can use it correctly because yeah. it's already huge. I've taken those two actors overacting. Well, and I think the people right. that said... I'm, I'm going to correct myself again. Kick ass. Kick-Ass is another good one. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, and he's Adam Westing that up. Yes. Um, but, I, you know, I, I think that's it. I think the reason I liked it is um, 
the fact it does, and I'm blanking on the actress's name, but she, I think she did a phenomenal job as Mandy. Yeah, she was uh, great as Mandy. And, and the guy as the cult leader is good, too. And, and the slow, who, who is uh, Thomas Wayne in the original, in Batman Begins? Uh, it's a slow build-up of, because he is very much just, uh, he has a, he has a crap job. I mean, Andrea Riceboro. Uh, yeah. Uh, she is phenomenal in it. Um, and he very much is just this kind of sit around, lay around kind of husband type. They live in the middle of nowhere. They want to be more or less left alone. Uh, one of the scenes that got me that where I was like, oh my God, she's really great, great in that role was, um, the store scene. Where you can tell she's extremely introverted. She just wants to be left alone. And read her book. And right. read her book. And the fact she has to, you know, associate with this person right. who is asking her, you know, quote unquote, small talk questions in the beginning. I, there was something about it that just stuck with me. And, and uh, I, to be honest, I want to watch it a couple more times. Um, I did see it in the theater, so I got to hear the rumbles in the background and all this weird stuff that you can pick up on the background. The person who did the music for that, if I'm not mistaken, is the same person who did the music for Annihilation, uh, and he passed away at 48, um, mm -hmm. which it, they, uh, it was on the short list for Oscar consideration, but it was, had they kicked it off the list due to a technicality. Oh, Mandy, the whole movie. Yeah, 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 I read about that. So, I mean, Mandy, I think, is, is a really, it is a bizarre film in some ways, Um but it's it's I, it's the one that I watched where I was like I don't know what's coming next. So Mandy is on my list, um, and it literally I must admit I, I don't think once it's not me playing up a uh, fair to Midland Nick Cage film. I think it actually had something to say and said it in different ways to different people. Yeah. Okay. I had a really hard time with this, and I don't know that it's the best movie I saw this year because I really liked a documentary called what. No, I'm just waiting to see if you, if you do what you think you're going to do. I, I loved a documentary called Film Worker. Check it out. It's about the guy that worked with Kubrick and was his assistant. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I want to I loved uh, Upgrade. I loved Deadpool 2. I thought they were a lot of fun. Upgrade was on my short list, too. Short list, uh, but uh, Hereditary. That's, there you go. I'm going to cross my fingers. Yeah, I got Upgrade. I had Hereditary. Did you watch Hereditary? Yeah. Did you like it? We've never talked about it. Well, I, no I, one else has seen it except me. Did you watch it? We've talked about it. When did we talk about yeah, it? Yeah, I read one. I, 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 oh, I, yeah, we did talk about it. I watched it. It's one of my best scenes. One of my well, favorite I couldn't things. think of... I, I don't know that it's the best movie I saw this year, but it's the one that's... Oh, it's, it. it's it's fantastic. I just love all the headbanging scenes. It was, on, it was, it was, on, it was going to be on my list, but I knew you were going to bring it up. I just well, knew. Well... I, I really tried hard. I went back all the way to January, and I pulled out just the theatrical films. And went through them uh, on, at work. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but I was just trying to get this list up. And I, Hereditary's one. And I feel like that third act, if you, you're either with it or you're not. Yeah. You either yeah. follow it till till it's to what I consider a logical conclusion. Well, that I that I, a lot of people think, I think, do not see as an illogical conclusion because it's so grounded as you get through there. Right. So you well, it's a slow. It is. It is to me the definition of a very slow. Do you think it's that slow? I, was, I didn't no, no, feel it being slow at all. It's a slow burn. It's a simmer. It starts as a simmer. Um, I mean, there's. I can't there's, believe I haven't bought it yet. There's major things that happen, but even those major things are slow, building to what the hell happens to the end. And I think if people who didn't like it or didn't get it would watch a couple of videos with the director talking about it, it would help them quite yeah. a bit. 
So I, I think hereditary. But now, I, now let me let me give the other side to that. And, and I'm devil's advocating this. No, I agree. Do you think that if you're just going to watch a film, you should have to have that? No, and I don't know that I had to have. No, it. no, I'm just saying that's that's always my critique because. But I feel <laughs> your movie, your net, your average movie going audience, you're absolutely correct, and that is a logical, very good critique to throw at the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I think I agree if you with love you. movies, no, no, you're James. I agree with you. Take that and run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is he going to talk about Bumblebee next? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I saw Bumblebee today instead of the POS I did. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I I just I agree with you. However, he said mother effort, but he 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 decided to write, say the acronym for POS. I know. Piece of shit. Yeah. There you go. Thank okay. you. Hereditary. I, 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 if you like horror film, if you love movies, I, I really, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't bought it yet. Because yeah. it's cheap? No, I bought a bunch of other shit. <laughs> what to say is cheap. All right. So, so those, are, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say so. so I'm, the, What's your honorable mention? It's not, a, it's not an honorable mention because this is right up there with the best of 2019. It was between Sorry to Bother You and this movie. Upgrade, for me, is an honorable mention because, damn, that movie was good. I enjoyed the hell out of Upgrade. This movie was mentioned in, in my, bet, my what I'm looking forward to in 2018 in the 2017 episode, but then it was listed as a TV show, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Ballad of Buster Scruggs was, I finished watching it two days ago. I, Christy, not a huge Coen Brothers fan, yeah. was like this the whole time. Yeah. Hail Caesar. I was looking forward to Hail Caesar. That was a bit of a letdown. Ballad of Buster Scruggs was better than I thought it was going to be. Although Hail Caesar, that whole thing with Shannon Tatum and the dance sequence. Oh, it's... That is movie magic. Yeah, yeah. It's still a good movie. It's just, I had really high hopes and for no, that. no, George Clooney, for some odd reason, no one plays a bigger dumbass for the Coens or a better dumbass right. than George Clooney. Right. In every single role. Yeah, and he does for them. Didn't he say that was like his his that was the end of their moronic trilogy or something with him? I have no idea. But um No, so uh Ballad of Buster Scruggs, it's directed by Cohen Brothers. It was gonna be a TV show that I think was gonna air on Sundance. And then for somehow I, didn't know that. I think I, I might have my history. It was gonna be a TV show. And something happened. But instead, Netflix picked it up and turned it into a, a, two, a little over two-hour movie of, of, of vignettes. Every single one of the vignettes is amazing. Tom Waits' vignette is the best. <laughs> Tom Waits gives the best performance. Yeah, in terms of performances. Um, well, of course, he's Tom Waits. But, but you but, don't think of him as an actor. And yeah, he, no, no. Have you seen it yet? No. God, it's so Just good. Just it up. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's like he's not... You know how great actors look, make it look effortless, like it's lived in that role. Yeah. And uh, yeah, um, effortless meal ticket with Liam Neeson and um, the guy from uh, Harry Potter. I didn't know he was in Harry. He's Potter. in Harry Potter. He, uh, he, I think he played one of the chubby bullies. I can't remember. Heartbreaking. Yeah, uh, it's heartbreaking. There's every two single, or three of them are heartbreaking. Every single vignette, just amazing. And Tim Blake Nelson as Buster Scruggs, Scruggs. is hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. And, uh, sp- <laughs> What's um? Oh God, I can't believe I'm breaking on his name. Highlander, Mister Mister Krabs. Yes, oh, Clancy Brown. Clancy, Clancy Brown. Brown has a brief cameo in it. That's Hilarious. all I'm saying. <laughs> Ballad of Buster Scruggs, best of 2018. I he's right. Honorable mention, he's James. Right. Uh, honorable, actually, here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> I, I did Mandy. 
We've talked yeah, about hereditary. Upgrade we covered. I got three more that made my list. I'll just go through them quickly. One of them is not, it's literally barely an honorable mention, but I did enjoy it. That'd be Mom and Dad. It is Nick Cage, but it's also Lance Henriksen. So I enjoyed that. Uh, if you don't know the plot to Mom and Dad, it's Nick Cage gets to go crazy. There's something that happens. We never get really an explanation for it. And Mom and Dad go crazy. And parents start to literally eat their young, effectively. I mean, they start killing their own children. Uh, the other two, though, I saw because... And it was I, directed by one and a half of the duo of um, Neville Crank. Neville Dean and Taylor. And it's yeah. Neville Dean and Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's nowhere near as good the as The other Mandy. one does um, Happy. Yeah, it's nowhere near as good as Mandy, but I enjoyed it. The other two I saw because of my kids, but I want to give them a shout out. Um, Teen Titans Go to the Movies should not have been fun at all. <laughs> uh, and I don't mean that against Teen Titans Go, because I watch it with my kids and it's fine in, in those little doses. Yeah. But Teen Titans Go to the Movies picks at and tears apart everything that Warner Brothers has done wrong with their films. And the plot, halfway through the movie, the plot of Teen Titans Go to the Movies, have you seen it? No. Teen Titans Go to the Movies is they're going to go back in time and make sure the Justice League never gets formed so they'll be the only superhero team so they can fix all these problems. So they go back, they save Krypton, they save Thomas and Martha Wayne, nobody ever gets formed, and that's the entire thing. What? She texted me it was Dudley from Harry Potter. His name's um, Harry Melling. <coughs> oh. So, uh, Teen Titans Go to the Movies was more fun than ever. But the other one I have to give credit to that nobody has talked about is uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Wreck-It Ralph. It. Um, it was... Now, the only thing I worry about is how it's going to age because it does a lot of internet, like Google jokes and stuff like that. Um, what sets it apart from uh, the Emoji Movie, who also did a lot of those, is A, it's Disney. It's really done well. The princess scenes in it that got used a couple times in the ads, nowhere near the humor that is done in that film made it into the ads. It is, there's parts of it that I was laughing out loud, um, and my kids loved it and all that stuff. The other thing that I will give it the, the ultimate thing for, and I'm going to just go ahead and say spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet. Um, no, it's, it's, it's not going to affect the plot of the film. Okay. They they tell you going in, and I don't know if they'll do this on the home video release or not, that you're going to get to see the trailer for Frozen 2 at the end of the movie. Yeah. If you sit all the way through the credits, it goes, now, to, uh, now the trailer for Frozen 2. And it cuts to John C. Riley as Wreck-It Ralph. It's all still animated. And he rickrolls the entire audience. He, as in character as Wreck-It Ralph, performs... Never go to bed, you Never go to bed, And as you walk out of the theater, he <laughs> actually says... But that's going to have a hard time getting out of your head now. <laughs> awesome. I, it was great. It that's was amazing. Fun. It was a great, fun movie. It's doing well at the box office. But as far as turn my brain off, enjoy it with my family, entertainment, um, Teen Titans Go, which I went and saw, I didn't have huge hope for. I did enjoy. And Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2, I absolutely love. So those are my honorable All movies. right. So movies that were overrated. Or movies that were a letdown, I should say. Movies that let you down this year. You want me to go first? You want me to you go? go first because I don't think I have Go ahead, James. I'm going to say, and I, I wasn't let down, I enjoyed the film, but I would argue the studio did that film no justice, and that would be White Boy Rick. I enjoyed the film the same way I enjoyed Monster. It's a fascinating story. The problem is, if you go back and watch the trailers... Yeah, it doesn't sell it very well. It doesn't sell it very well. It is a very tragic story. I mean, Rick... Um, uh, and Belle Pally, who plays his sister, if you ask me to pick 
Best Actor and Best Supporting, or Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress, it'd be, what's her name for Mandy, mm -hmm. and Belle Pally for playing the sister in White Boy Rick. Um, just because she's a drug addict and then she's No, I saw a couple of scenes from it on the and, uh, Graham Norton, and it's a, it's definitely a different movie than the trailer. Yeah, it, it's very much so. It's based on a true story, and at the end, what really, I mean, it did have a powerful impact on me. The reason I can't make my list is I think the studio mishandled it. Um, it's a very sad Isn't film. Is that a letdown of a movie, though, just because? Would, well, no, would no. that be a hidden gem? <laughs> I would say it should be a hidden gem, but I went into the movie because they focused on Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. All right. And that's not what the film's about. So, do you have one yet? Go ahead. I have three. Uh, can I give two honorable mentions, and I won't go into them? Fantastic Beasts. I enjoyed the first one. The second one. I think that's common feedback. I, I liked it. Still. Pacific Rim Uprising is about a shade above a TV movie. Alright, what's what's uh what's the other one? But that's not the one I want to bitch about. No, I just want to say, uh if you if you haven't watched the newest season of Mystery Science Theory three thousand, what's the one they do? It's um, a Pacific Rim knockoff. Yeah, it's um It's the other ocean. What's the other ocean Atlantic. Like? Atlantic Rim. Atlantic job? Rim. No, it's Atlantic Rim. <laughs> I've got a job then, out on the Atlantic Rim. Oddly enough, Pacific Rim got a sequel, so they immediately greenlit a sequel to Atlantic Rim, which is hilarious because the sequel came out this year, the same year Mystery Science Theory. Theater 3000 Did roasted it. the original Atlantic Rim. Which so is it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, the one is a letdown, and, and I, I enjoyed the movie, but I know the source material. I'm going to bitch about Ready Player One. Oh, okay. Because Ready Player One ruined, in my opinion, I shouldn't say ruined, it didn't ruin the book. The book's still there. But it took characters specifically. It's funny that your three guys are going to up here saying this, but we've all talked about this. It took. It took a strong female character and made her not so strong in the movie. And there was no reason to do that. Them changing the three different things that they have to go to, I understood that to make them more visual. Didn't have a problem with it. In fact, I think they got most of it right. It was the characterization <coughs> and the softening of the script, the softening of the story, which, by the way, was not the hardest story ever. The original book by Ernest Cline. Right. They took out a death scene that would have helped. Even though, yes, it would have been the death of a, of a younger person. But in the, know, in the grand scheme of things, we're talking about the man who made who gave us Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Right. Well, I was going to say, and, 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 step, and step back from that. And produced Poltergeist. It basically directed it. And st step back from that, too. And, and, and we have had very successful films that have killed young children. I'm going to automatically say... Um, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger Games was very successful, and and I can remember sitting there going, "They're going to have to kill that little girl." What yeah, happened? Boom! Little, up, 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 up! Killed the old lady. Yeah, an old the, lady in, in the, the first, first eight minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah. And, would, and no one bitches about up. So that except for the first eight minutes, then, where people are like, "Just skip that part if you want." Or people who who I love Wally by the way, love Wally, and people who go, "There's no dialogue the first forty five minutes," and you try to argue with them that that's cinema. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling a story through pictures. Anyway, moving right along. So, Ready Player One, I, I own it. I don't think it's a bad movie. I want to rewatch it, actually, over the break. But it, it is a letdown of how I think they took a, a character that's really important, specifically now for what we've been through yeah. in the last year, year and a half, that, that, that would have been great for young women to have saw, to have yeah. seen. Well, I was saying, I, so I, same critique. But who am I to throw things at Spielberg? I, I mean, listen. But that is, I think, a legitimate criticism of that movie, and I will argue that up and down with anyone else. 
Well, you know, and I, like I said, and, and I guess even my letdown, like I said, White Boy Rick, I, I took a lot out of it. I enjoyed it. I will watch it again. But much the same way, I was just like, yeah, no, this is, I didn't, I didn't know what I was watching. And they did some things I liked better than the book. They brought in some things that I think were better. However, there, there was no reason for that. Yeah. They could have kept that movie intact. Anyway, Chad? Okay, my biggest letdown is not a movie. Okay. It's me. You know, there was there was there was movies I saw that didn't live up to the, the my what I was hoping they were like happy time murders. Uh-huh. I still enjoyed it. It's not I, as good I as I want to see it. It's still not as good as I was hoping it was going to. It's still entertaining. There's parts where I laughed. Um The Predator. The Predator. It was a letdown in in some ways, but I still enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it too. So I'm not but my biggest letdown of 2018 by far and I'm just getting more infuriated with them the more they butcher my 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 love. Warner Brothers, Titans. Oh, the show. Uh, the, yeah. the, the show, the Titans, based on Teen Titans. Um, Teen Titans Go is better. Yes, probably significantly. Um, it's got Sarah Strong going for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's on the it's on the DC Universe streaming service. Um, Which can be had. For seventy dollars a year. God, yeah. And if you know, if Warner Brothers could $70 actually seventy dollars for the whole year. Which I, I guess my I thing guess is, not Warner too bad, Brothers. But you'd have to be a really big Warner. Brothers you'd have thing. to be a really big Warner in DC Comics. Because DC is it DC only? Yes. Because Warner Brothers is launching their own streaming that's going to be separate. So you would from just that. watch the DC animated film. You watch. And... You watch. You watch DC animated the Batman movies, Superman movies. Um, Do they have all the old cartoons? They have all the old cartoons, Batman the original series. You also can read comic books online for free. Um, and, but they're also producing their their own original content. Their first their first venture into this was Titans. There were a couple episodes that were amazing, but it's eleven it's uh, eleven episodes wrong, long, and nine of those are absolute turds. <laughs> so no. I need you to sugarcoat. <laughs> no, they are turds. Um, dipped in in in, in s- s- stale salmon. <laughs> their takes on 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 all the characters are are just com- except for Robin. Um, he his character is great, but Raven they turn they turn Beast Boy into he can only turn into a tiger because their budget's low, I guess. Um, and then the whole episode, the whole the, they built up this whole finale as to who the mystery villain was. Which, by the way, if you're a comics fan, you know from episode one who the villain's going to be. Slade. No. <laughs> Big Jam. That's Teen Titans Go. To it's all it's all focused Slade. around Raven. Yeah. So Big you Jim know who Slade. the villain's going to be. Um, Trigon. Spoiler. Trigon. <laughs> Trigon. Anyway. Him and Cthulhu. Or add it again. Try and by the way, I'm giving big spoilers for this. If you haven't watched it, Done. turn this off it now or fast like... forward. Fast forward 15 no, seconds. No, you dare. We've got an ad coming up for Swampums. So yes, we... your swamp needs cleaning up. We've got Swampums. So here we go. The I'm... only cleanup swamp aid <laughs> that you'll ever need. That you'll ever need. <laughs> Supported by Bonehead. Swampums. So, so anyway. As, when I say you won't go, be able to pay for them with wampums. When I say go, skip ahead fifteen seconds if you don't want to hear what I have to say. Go. So in <laughs> the second to last episode, they reveal Trigon, and they're building up to this amazing final episode. And then the final episode just turns into a 
I'm stuck in Dick's mind of what his perfect life would be if he hadn't become if he had if he had changed his life. That's all it is. And then it ends. So do his parents live or does he still kill his own parents? No, that that still follows that sort. But yeah, so Titans itself just awful. All right. So I have a couple of questions on here for you all, and I didn't tell the boneheads I was going to do this. So, like I said, I want to know what you think is the most overrated off the top of your head. I'll go first. Overrated of what? Movies this year. Okay. Or shows. Okay. You told me letdowns. I want to know the most overrated. Something that was critically claimed. Now, mine is going to be just as scooch controversial. Okay. Black Panther. Doc. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're wrong. Dude. I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. The People's Choice Awards. Uh, it can win every award it wants to. I fell asleep in the theater. That's also, you had just had a child and you're racist. It's boring. <laughs> and go ahead and get it out. I know I'm not, but that it's the same thing of I can't criticize the Ghostbusters reboot because I come off as sexist. And you can't say anything critical of it. Other than I would say it's not funny. 40 per 50% of the movie's not funny. Nor is it overly clever. But if you say or try to say anything, you just come off as sexist. Right. I'm not trying to be racist. I think it was perfectly cast. I enjoyed the cast. I think, though, it's a little slightly overrated. It's a little boring in parts. Yeah, I and I like Michael B. Jordan's character in it because I agree that, yes, he's doing what he thinks is best, which is what's great about a really good villain, right? I think it does. Is that you can at least si simply sympathize. I can give it credit, but I think it's slightly overrated. Can I give you a little, a little, a little, a little um, behind-the-scenes thing about his character in Black Panther? Why, why? Um, did you know he's a he's a huge uh, anime fan, in no. particular of Dragon Ball, and he he's he had the, them design his costume to look like Vegeta. Continue on. No, so you 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 did you? What do you think? Okay, so you say I'm wrong. That's fine. No, no, no. no. I, I say well, and the, what I want to say hey, about it's it. slightly overrated. It is not the second coming. It it was. It is great that a group of folks who have been so misrepresented in media have finally got a movie that they can go out and watch that that gives a positive light, right? That is a positive thing. That is amazing. I'm not taking anything away. I'm just saying that for me, it was boring in parts. Well, well, and, uh, and I wanted to be, I, gonna, I wanted to give something that wasn't an easy answer because right. that's a pretty damn hard answer was, for a 40-year-old white guy to say. I was giving you a hard time. But what I will say about why I do think it's important is um, it has brought so many people into yeah. that world. And, and I include in that my daughter, who that is her now all-time... She went as Black Panther for Halloween. She went to other movies with us. She'd watch it, Spider-Man, she'd watch it, whatever. Love Black Panther. But she fell in love. As a matter of fact, uh, Bryce O'Quay uh, did an, uh, artwork. A Black Panther, and that hangs in my daughter's room because she's obsessed now with Black Panther. Um, so I, I think there's something about it. Um, like with most Marvel movies, and I'm a huge Marvel movie fan, it's really easy to be because they're not DC. Uh, yeah, God bless. <laughs> I hate um, Warner Brothers. I, and by uh, the way, I bought the movie on Blu-ray, and no, I'm no. going to rewatch it to see I, if I have the same reaction. And what I was going to say is I have watched it now about eight times because my daughter does <laughs> love it. And what I will say, and I say this after I watch most Marvel movies repeatedly, 
because uh, my son loves them too. Um, as I watch them again and again, I'm always like, this could have been trimmed. This could have been. And I think that. Slightly I, long. I think that critique for all Marvel movies is fair if you watch them time and time again. Uh, I, Thor Ragnarok, I, I absolutely loved. Um, I loved it too. Well, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, but I don't know that I loved it. That it was being, a lot of fun. That being said, I, you know what's funny is somebody made this comment. It's on, got a lot of good scenes. Yeah, well, I don't know. If it was a good, great movie. But well, it's got a lot of good scenes. I love the little stuff that most people missed with, uh, like, uh, Korg the rock guy. He he didn't print enough pamphlets. Rock yeah, got, yeah. Rock got beat by paper. He didn't have enough pamphlets. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Anyway, sorry, Chad. Uh, go ahead, Chad. Overrated. Oh. Wait, in terms of me being overrated? And, well, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been saying this for years. I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm, well, I'm not even rated, but anyway. Man, um... Too soon? Overrated. Movies that were overrated. I have another one, too. I'll let you have it. I mean, go ahead. Hold the Dark. Hold the Dark? Oh, I haven't seen Netflix? it. Netflix? Oh, it's pretty overrated. Oh. It's the same guy that did Blue Ruin, which I love. And the green room, which I love. Mm-hmm. Let's hold the dark. It um it stars uh, what's his face? I can never remember his name. He's in Westworld. He plays a scientist. Um, he goes to Alaska. He's a wolf. He he studies wolves. And oh, he, wait, oh, he's supposed to be yeah. And then the, okay. they bring him in to find the guy's kid who got attacked by wolves. And I won't give anything else away because it's a mystery. But the mystery is stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, overrated. I don't really have anything that that I think is overrated. James, I didn't get to see as many movies as I, as I hoped to. Well, that's um, a, I wanted to I wanted to throw out a couple of questions. Uh, so, but I mean, as far as things that are overrated, um, and not just uh, you know, I'm having a hard time because I, I I've gotten to the point where if I I have to be pretty sure I'm going to like something before I do it. Now, was there a movie that was treated unfairly? I have one. This year, what is it? Solo. Well, you know, according to, um, well, I didn't really care for it. I thought it was boring. That's okay. Um, but no, according to, uh, I actually, I actually got to see Ron Howard in person, um, this year. Oh, the only thing will be worse is when he follow when James follows that up with, did I mention that I'm faculty? (laughs) Um, one of the things he said was that um, a lot of that, the bad press he got was Russian trolls That, that came out after the fact. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think it's a good. I don't think it's a great movie. I shouldn't say good. I enjoyed it. I feel that the train sequence takes far is far too early. Yeah. That that movie should have ended with that train sequence. Yeah, yeah. Why on earth you're doing a western and put the train sequence in the first act is beyond me. Yeah. What do you think? Do you you know what I mean? Just for genre. Oh yeah. That train because the the end never ever comes up to that. Right. But I think it was. People bitch about The Last Jedi. I will never. I enjoy it. And I will argue tooth and nail with, with Star Wars folks about this. But I I don't think it was necessarily The Last Jedi pissed so many people off and they wouldn't see it as much as it came out five months later. Well, And, and there were some, very few, but there were some theaters still showing The Last, the Last Jedi. Jedi. It came out five months later. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it got a bum rap. Well, I agree with that now. And all the and now because of the internet, everyone knows everything that happens behind. And Ron Howard wasn't the original director. The Phil Phil Lord and the other guy were replaced. And mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I I actually I, the solo I did enjoy the heck out of. Um, 
I, and to be honest, part of it is, most people know this if they know me pretty well, Lando's one of my favorite characters. I thought the way they played Lando in that was perfect for me. He's slightly overacts, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's Lando, baby. It is Lando. Uh, uh, he, he was, uh, Donald Glover was the best part about that movie. Um, and so I love that. Uh, you know, oddly enough, I was looking at some lists, Entertainment Weekly, I said, maybe the top ten. Uh, but anyway, they also named their top ten moments that they felt were let down. Moments, not entire films. And they said the naming of Solo. Where it's that, just that throwaway scene where he's at the border or whatever. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're unaccompanied? Yeah. Oh, Solo. I, it, um, it is not, it is, it is not, it but, is the least probably of the new Star Wars films. But it's still, I guess, as a Star Wars fan, it's still so much better than the three episodes. Yeah. To me. The prequels. That I, I, I think it was, I don't, you had a tried and true. If that had came out in December when the other time, and you had a whole other seven months maybe to fix some even more things. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, there's a couple things that people have pointed out when I say I like it where I'm like, okay, fair enough. Like somebody pointed out, oh, hey, wait a second. <coughs> Solo's not the first one that Chewbacca encounters. This means Chewbacca has eaten people before. Right. And I'm like, I'm still okay with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that, too. It doesn't bother me. I mean, he rips people's arms off. We got that. It's fine. So, no, I agree. Solo didn't bother me. Solo got treated unfairly. You know, one that I think, and it's doing better than they expected it, but if if that was a question for all of us. Yes, um, of course. I I think one that's not getting, and speaking of Lord and Miller and all that stuff, um, it's doing well, but Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, I don't think, is getting... As much press as it should get. All the people who I know on social media who love it, like us, yeah. or I should say like you two, who love comic books, love it. What are you showing him? Something for him to bring up. Um, what? Oh, well, yeah, yeah I think uh, uh, that's... that's I, Not the but, first part. I don't know what the first part was. But, but, you know, actually, I don't know if that didn't get treated unfairly. It may have been tr- got, It may have been treated... Overly fair. Why don't you tell them what we're talking about so everybody's confused? He put on his on his phone Super Troopers two. Um, I never bothered to watch it. I enjoyed Super Troopers two. If you like people making, and it made a lot of money. It made more, more money, money than it was supposed, supposed to. to. It made money for Super Troopers two. It made a lot of money. Well, it's, don't get me wrong. It's, it made like twenty some million. But for Super Troopers, it was it's their biggest hit as Broken Lizard. Yeah. I mean, it, it's their biggest hit. Um, that being said, I'm a big fan of Broken Lizard. I'm a big fan of Super Troopers. Uh, I went back and rewatched it. I got it for Christmas. And I got, uh, I went back and rewatched it. And it does not, it's still a lot of fun, but um, I, I think I still prefer the first one. Okay. Um, so, okay. but it, uh, so I think it got treated fairly. Real I will, quick, I will say it. the movie you have no desire to see that came out in 2018. The movie that I have no desire no to desire see. No desire to see. I was. I just thought oh, this man. would be fun. No desire. Man. Once again, you want me to do it first? Go, Go for it. Robin Hood. No desire to see that piece of shit. My son wants to see it, but no, it's no not desire. on my list. No desire. Um, man, that's a hard one. Much like you, uh, you listened to the movie. I wanted to see Creed 2. I didn't get to see it yet. I haven't got to see Creed 2 yet. I, um, I want to see it because I like Creed quite a bit. Yeah. Who's the same director as yeah. Black Panther. Yeah. And if you've never seen Fruitville Station... Go out and watch that. That is an oh, amazing yeah. movie with him and based once on again a, Michael on based on a true story with him and Michael B. Jordan. Um, oh, man, movie I have no interest. True story. In seeing. Movie I have no interest in seeing. You know what happened, Jeff? I don't have one. Well, what are you looking forward to? Well, hold on. Let's. Do, I want to do a potpourri for best twenty eighteen. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do podcast. 
Um, I, I got two podcasts I'd like to recommend for the best of 2018. One was... Uh, I'm waiting co- for the potpourri. It smells nice. Well, because we weren't... We, you know, uh, James mentioned he was going to talk about a novel. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, go ahead. Best of 2018 uh, in terms of podcast, Cocaine and Rhinestones. Um, you had me at cocaine. <laughs> like it's a cocaine kind of, and rhinestone cowboy. So I'll be, I'll be the first to say... <laughs> that was me snorting cocaine. I absolutely... <laughs> I absolutely can't stand country music. There's hardly any of it that I can actually sit down and listen to. And Except get for to. Billy Ray Cyrus. He has a whole discography. Uh, man, my achy, breaky heart. But anyway, um, that being said, the stories behind country music, as you know, me and Joe have talked about. about the Mike, Mike, on uh, the tour bus. On the tour bus, Mike Judge's show on Showtime is amazing. Um, this one is uh, hosted by Tyler Mahan Coe. If that name sounds familiar, he is the son of David Allen Coe. Um, and he goes, he does deep dives into some of, some of the, the darker sides of country music. Um, in particular, in particular two stories. Well, we could do a whole one on his father. Yes, we could. Um, but, um, the couple of the highlights of the podcast are the murder ballad of Spider Cooley, Spade Cooley. Um, Spade, Spade Cooley was a popular television host back in the, in the day, um, who murdered his wife in the most grotesque and unimaginable way you could think of and um made her watch man of the hands of fate over and over no, it, until she took out her own eyes way worse than that and by the way if you are squeamish uh and he'll even tell you he will go into uh, he, he tells you i'm getting ready to tell you some pretty horrific things if you do not have the stomach for it if you don't if you if you have a problem with violence towards women don't listen to this he goes that being said here we go and he even gives you a pause to turn it off if you want to um, but Spider Cooley was apparently, he, 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 compared it to, cause I didn't, I had no idea who Spade Cooley was and I keep saying spider, I think, um, I had no, but he said, imagine SpongeBob SquarePants today was murdered somebody and was put on trial. That's how big Spade Cooley was. When was this? This was in the early, late fifties, early sixties. He also goes into a deep dive about Loretta Lynn's The Pill. Oh yeah, that, I mean that. Um, band radio play and, all and band radio play, but also and then that he turns that into a whole thing about how how there's been hundreds of women female artists banned from the radio. How many songs by male artists from country music have been banned? Five. five. I would like to know those five, but you don't. Have to tell uh, me but that. David Allen Coe has to be at yeah, least well, one. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just trying to I'm trying to get through this so we can get to the best yeah, Twitter because yeah. we're running long. Um, the second one is Uncivil. Um, Uncivil is a great podcast about some of the um, misconceptions of the Civil War. Okay. Um, two of the best episodes are um, this. Uh, they go into uh, the episode's called "The Song," um, and he, he they go into a deep history of "I Wish I Was Down in Dixie." Oh, about how where I was born. In. You know, the alt right has that as one of their their main anthems, and about you know the real history of that song. It's very fascinating. But also, they do, then they do one about the um, Negro soldiers fighting for the South and how that's absolute crap. Um, it's really fascinating. If you want to hear some of the some of the more intense history that nobody ever talks about about the Civil War, specifically how the African Americans were treated. It's amazing. So those are my two recommendations for podcasts for 2019. Okay. I actually, uh, I, I'm not going to do a novel, but I did want to say there's one thing that I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um that 2018 gave us that I think is, is, is important to mention. Um, this is America by Childish Gambino. Oh, um, man. I think you have to mention that. I think that yeah. brought back so much attention to music videos. 
uh, because music videos, since MTV doesn't show them anymore, I don't even of, know what you're talking about. Had kind of died. Oh, out. really? Childish Cambino. Do you know who Childish Cambino? If you he, met me, he is Donald Glover's <laughs> alter ego in terms of his his musical career. Oh, okay. So Cambino. I saw him on Saturday Night Live. I just yeah. knew that that was Donald Glover doing yeah. his song. Yeah. So I've heard it. But um, the music video for that. Uh, it's fascinating. It's, it's been fa- dissected. It's, 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 it's been pulled apart because it's kind of he's dancing up, beating all the stuff, but you see these atrocities in the background or people being ignored in the background. And of course, it's this is America. This is how we deal with this, how we survive this. Uh, so the racial side of it and all that stuff. But I think it's important that we mention that for 2018 because it brought so much attention back to music videos. I mean, the amount of views that got almost overnight and now through the roof still um i think it's an important thing i think that you know um what he managed to do in that video is something we really haven't seen since michael jackson in that michael jackson's videos were movies yeah and i haven't and and they told stories and and i think his he brought that back in some ways especially being in in the times that we are in in the climate that we're in it it does hold a very cultural significance also, too, I haven't looked into the making of it, but I'm sh- and I don't know if it really is, but it looks like it's all one continuous shot for three minutes. Yeah, it's fascinating. And so it just pivots, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, so, I'll yeah. watch it tonight. Yeah. So that I had to bring that one up. Yeah. Okay. So do we do anything else, or do we want to go to best of tw- what we're looking forward to? I don't. That's, I wanted to mention that one because I think. So what are you guys looking forward towards? I've got two movie. Well, I'm gonna. I got four things. I'm. I'll. I'll go through two of them, but two of them. Uh, two of them real quick. Two of them I will. Um, go into detail about um so i know i just bashed the dc universe streaming service however <laughs> they are coming out in february with the the live action version of the doom patrol which i am absolutely ecstatic giddy to see hopefully they don't screw it up as bad as titans but i hold it it's swamp thing my doom and swamp patrol. thing is my second one um swamp thing is coming in 2019 as well um, looking forward to both of those, and I'm hoping Warner Brothers finally gets their crap in gear and starts producing some good content with DC comic characters. However, I'm not holding my breath. Um, uh, two movies that I'm I'm really looking forward to in 2019: Jojo Rabbit with Tahi Waititi, uh, director of Thor Ragnarok. If you don't know what that story is about, um, it takes place in World War II. A little boy's imaginary friend is Hitler, played by Tahi Waititi. Um, and it's all about him, how he's adjusting to, um, you know, he has these set beliefs because he's being raised in Nazi Germany. And then he finds out his mother is hiding Jewish people in their house. And how he's dealing with that. Meanwhile, talking to his imaginary friend who is Adolf Hitler. You had me at Hitler. Yeah. Um, I bet we Actually, did. You don't like Black Panther. He, uh, so, um, let me unplug my computer. I liked Black Panther. No, no, Said no, it was fine. overrated. Fine. Um, so the next movie I'm going I'm I'm sorry I took a stance so the next movie I'm going to be looking forward to in 2019 um, I'll be the first to say I'm I'm tired and burned out of the zombie genre Um, it's it's done to death however when you say zombie movie and Jim Jarmusch you have my attention (laughs) yeah Um, the dead don't die directed and written by Jim Jarmusch starring Bill Murray and Tilda Swinton. Swinton. He already did Vampires. He already did Vampires. I actually kind of enjoyed that movie. As did I. Um, so I am really looking forward to seeing how he takes on the zombie genre. Hopefully it's not bad. It'll be slow. It'll be slow. And and well thought out. Yes, that's true. 
James? I want to see Avengers wrap up. I'm just going to go point blank. I followed it now. We've been, we're over 10 years in, people. I want to see, let's, yeah. let's undo this snap or redo it. Let's do stuff like that. So I want to see that wrap up because we're going to get, obviously, Captain Marvel. And then we'll get we'll Avengers. We'll get Captain Marvel in March. Yep. And then yeah. we'll get Avengers. And then we're getting Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home. Um, so I, those, those movies are automatics for me. Uh, it's not that I think it's necessarily going to be the best films ever, but I enjoy them uh, in the moment. Um, I feel I had a need to say Star Wars Episode Nine out of proxy. I figured Joe was going to bring that one um, up. I am looking forward to it. But uh, <laughs> but no, I, I think the... Uh, so Even though the news came out today, it will take place one year after, after the end of Last yeah. Jedi. Yeah. Which is it's fine. what most Star Wars movies do. It's actually Last yeah. Jedi is, is the odd one out. You realize that, right? Yeah. yeah. That picks um, up immediately where the last one left off. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't. I, no, there's a lot of stuff I'm looking forward to. Happy Season 2 would be one of it. Um, you know, I, I don't have a, a lot off the top of my head. Um, Punisher Season 2? Punisher Season 2. Which will be the last season of The I Punisher. I look forward to that. Yeah. I, was, I enjoyed The Punisher. Yeah, so, I mean, it's stuff like that. I mean, there's other things, but I'm, I'm waiting. Um, I'm being cautiously optimistic about what I want to see because there's not a lot of stuff that I'm like, I have to go see. Well, I want to see John Wick Chapter 3. Oh, yep. Yeah, that was on my um, list, but I wanted to get I wanted to get Jojo Rabbit and uh, no, that's the, good. The, the Deadlift. I fight. think the new Godzilla looks amazing. Yeah, from the trailers, but I thought the other one looked amazing from the trailers too. Yeah, yeah. He and was. by the way, there's scenes in that movie. There, the problem with that movie to me is miscasting in it. It isn't Brian Cranston. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about how much you love the Matthew Broderick one. It Chapter Two. I'm looking forward to It, it chapter, chapter Two. Yes, uh, that to me is is one. And yeah. folks, you stole Star Wars, but we're getting a new Tarantino movie. Once upon a time in Hollywood, oh, here next true. fall. That's yep. true. And I and I had no desire to see it. I thought it was the dumbest idea ever. But I've probably watched the trailer for Tim Burton's Dumbo uh, half a dozen times. Yeah. I don't know. I hope it doesn't suck. It probably Well, the will. cast is great. Alice I mean, in Wonderland was boring to me. It made a billion dollars, and I thought yeah. it was boring. It's beautiful, yeah. but it's boring. It's boring. He made, what's the other one? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, it's all right. But So maybe Dumbo won't. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, those are... Well, the... Dumbo is a darker tale And you know what, guys? What we've got coming. What's wrapping up in April? Game of Thrones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I'm gonna get HBO again when the Game of Thrones comes <laughs> back. Yeah, uh, in fact, I plan on watching all the se- We've already started planning of watching all the seasons, rewatching them leading up because Chad, uh, we rewatched them. Uh, was it season one or season two with you? You watched season one and season two with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home. I enjoyed them almost as much watching them the second time because you pick up on so much that you miss. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. You know what? I and plus, there's a little movie called Star Wars with this new trilogy that'll be wrapping up. I, so. The one I'm looking forward to, if uh, if he'll finally finish it, George R. R. Martin, not a movie, but the book that continues the Game of Thrones series. Well, Saga book Fire six. Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. So I want that to come out. The other the other book that I'm waiting to come out, um, Harold Nelson passed away, as everybody knows. They are uh, shortly before he passed away. Uh, Jason Davis, I believe, um, took on the task of literally trying to catalog all of his books. All of his written works, um, and I was part of the Kickstarter for that. And when you got to pick one volume out of these six volumes that are coming out, I couldn't afford to buy all six, sadly. Uh, but I picked one that's being t- dubbed the Ephemeral Ellison, and it's his writings at when he was stationed at Fort Knox, Kentucky, 
and before he became a professional fiction author. So uh-huh. it's a couple short stories, a couple things like that. I'm looking forward to that coming out. One more thing. Uh, one more thing I'd like to mention that I was looking forward to in 2019. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson's uh, Knives Out. Yeah. Which is a crime movie. Should be coming out on Thanksgiving with Thanksgiving. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig and a slew of other slow, uh, actors who are amazing. So Knives Out, Ryan Johnson. Yeah. We have another Bond film next year. Is that going to be next? I don't know if that will make it next year or not. I don't think it'll make it next year. Corey Figure 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 will be the director. Yeah, Yeah, Corey Feldman's going to direct the hell out of that. So this has been our year 2018. Anything else? I want to say one last thing. This is actually our last episode with Haley Salyers producing and directing our show. We want to say thank you to Haley. Thank you. Bonehead would have never been Bonehead without her. So thank you. Love you all, too. Love you as well. That being said, bitch is gone. So, we need somebody to produce and direct this show. We're looking for somebody. Please feel free to message us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you know one of us personally, please feel free to reach out. We're going to be doing that for a while. The show's maybe changing certain things, the little things. We haven't talked about it. We're going to meet this week. Hopefully, we said we're going to meet the last two weeks and talk about this. And iron that out. So certain things will look different. We've already got one of the new shows already out or already done, and it's going to be ready to go in the new year. We may be changed. What? It's not done, but go ahead. Well, it's shot. Is it it going to say mostly? Why don't you just go along with it? They don't know, Chad. They don't know. You see that fourth wall? Bring it down. You see that stock option? God. (laughs) Hey, hey, it's 2019. Three from hell? Did we leave out three yeah, from hell? Yeah, we left out three from hell. Three from hell. There you go. That'll. So, hey, you. look. There's three of us. Yeah. And we're we'll in be, hell. We'll be looking forward to seeing you at Comic-Con, Scarefest, and hopefully we'll get to do a few other things as well this year. Thank you so much. This is me. That's you. you that's, that's him. him. And, and that's we all her. need you to subscribe. Subscribe and share us on your social media. Subscribe to SoundCloud. Stuck at 125 subscribers on YouTube. It would be nice to see that go up. And iTunes. We'll hopefully be on a couple of other. I'm looking into getting us on a couple of other audio sources as well. So thank you so much. Have a great time. <coughs> and we'll see you next year. Even though this actually will come out in January. Yeah. No, it won't. It'll come out in December this month because it's the best of 2018. So why would we release Will it in January? Will you be able to get that out in the next day or two? I hope so. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Why am I talking like this? Because you had a stroke. You were talking about gigolos. What? Anyway. Better be a gigolo than a juggalo. On this episode of Bonehead, we're going to be talking about the best of 2018. That was really serious. What do you want me to do? It's supposed know. to be a promo. This is also our last episode with Haley. If I had a hat, I would remove it. And you could hear taps playing in the background. Near. Hey, we go jump off a boat. <laughs> Our last episode with Leo. See you this weekend. I don't know. Actually, we won't see them. See, it's or a one-way lens. It's a one-way <laughs>
Is Haley? She's the only one carrying us, so yeah. <laughs> the boat. Is she the wines a lot, or is she the boat, or is she Leo? You know, there's uh, other people. people. How about the guy that created the boat? We know who you are. You ain't playing. You ain't playing a violin, you selfish bastard. <laughs> I know exactly who I am. I am the ugly version of Billy Zane. No, you're no. the ugly version of Kathy Bates. I'm David no, Warner. That's not true. <laughs> David Warner's in it. You too. know that scene where the old couple lies in the bed as the water rises? He's a wife. <laughs> Tune in to Bonehead where oh, we talk about the best part of the he's just the guy who's too lazy to go man. I'm just like, ah, let this water drown me. I'm not getting up. See you next episode. <laughs> <laughs> he's the whale in the cutscene. <laughs> he's the damn glacier. <laughs> God, I hope that was caught. <laughs> I think you just need to cut it. Right after he's the glacier, we just, that's the best. <laughs> Best of 2018. <laughs> Best of 2018. <laughs> Gonna be talking about 20. I just gotta be. One eight. Eating a steel hole for some reason. Huh? <laughs> What's an L? What's an L? Works on two levels. Steel hole works on two levels. What a seal hole? <laughs>